guys doing today? You see that scoreboard? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> how, how about a, you, Sam? A little sweaty, a little sweaty, but I got my know. cardio in. Yeah. I got my cardio in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were watching that game uh, at Sam's house, and uh, we kept thinking about you there, bud. We were like, you know, how, how far is that brick uh, either uh, entering or leaving his body? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I kept so. saying that uh, that brick is in uh, Vince's pants. Uh, and then when the game was over, I was like, that brick is uh, back inside. No mess. <laughs> That's right. Had it the whole way. No, yeah. no worries. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we're talking have a, about the 49ers and uh <laughs> 49ers and uh Green Bay Packers. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot on the show docket today. We've got to obviously touch on the playoffs today, guys. Uh uh getting ready to get back in the swing with basketball here after that uh tragedy last week. And uh we got some uh sharks news and some uh cross the pond football news with the old Wrexham here. So without further ado, uh Vince, uh let's uh roll here with the playoffs here. All right, yeah. So uh I'm going to share my screen just so we can see the scores. Um, I won't leave it up terribly long because there's only four games up here. Um, so we'll bring our faces back to talk about all of them. But I'm just going to read them off real quick. The Ravens beat the Texans 34-10. to The 49ers survive against the Packers 24-21. to The Lions beat the Buccaneers 31-23. And Kansas City gets the job done over the Bills 27-24. to and so let's just um... well, before, before you jump into those, I just yeah. I I just want to mention like majority of I mean, a good portion of those games were decided by kickers and like lack of making or making with Carlson and and Moody and uh you know when you look over at the Bills game <clears throat> and their kicker as well who's been probably arguably maybe one of the worst kickers oh. this whole season so uh it's just it's just interesting and it, it does show that. Uh, a price cannot be paid on having a quality kicker when when time calls for it, you know. Right. Yeah. So um. So let's let's just go through each of these games, I guess, and we'll we'll save my team for last because that's what we do here. Um. We save our own teams for last. Uh. Texans and Ravens. Uh. Did you guys have any uh anything of note in that game that you wanted to speak on? I mean, if if it was the only touchdown that Houston had the entire game was um. It was it, it it was it wasn't even an offensive touchdown, right? It was right. Uh, it was like a kick return, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, it so was a kick return. That offense just uh, the, the Ravens absolutely shut them down. So um, uh, I I got kind of I, I I saw you guys were each pick, taking an upset special, and I kind of peer pressured myself into doing that, um, and that's why I ended up with the Texans uh, pick. Um, otherwise I would have gone three, uh, three, right. And everybody, but in, in the end, we all got two games, right. And two games wrong. So no change in those, uh, picks standings. So, you know, uh, no, I think the, uh, yeah. the Texans overall, like they had a great year. I think they're mm-hmm. ahead of schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I mean, depending on what they do in the off season, but it depends on what the entire league does in the off season, you know, who gets better. Um, but you think, you know, they, they hit the quarterback. They got some stars uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, you would think as a, as a franchise, the general manager, the head coach, you think they're going to, they're probably going to be able to add more young pieces. Um, so I think the future is extremely bright uh, for Houston. And I wouldn't be surprised in the next uh 
you know, they're, they're going to be a team. I would not be as surprised if they are a team that dominates for the next decade, much like what Kansas city has done because when Kansas city put this thing together, it was, it was a decade ago now. Yeah. 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 First um, with Alex Smith and then they, uh, they get the upgraded quarterback and they just have not turned back since. So, you know, he's uh, as a full-time starter, he's six for six, right? Um, this is the sixth year straight in the uh, fi- in, in the AFC uh, con- conference finals, right? Yeah. So as a full-time starter, he's six for six in the playoffs, at least. So getting to the playoffs, I should say. Get, right? Getting to the AFC title game. Wow. Uh, I yeah, believe so, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I know that, that pisses Sam Well, the off. rest of the fucking division <laughs> isn't, you know, not really putting much of a, a, a challenge. Yeah, if there was a year to do it, this was the year to catch them. It, it could have been done, you know? Uh, yeah. But it just it didn't happen, wow. and the Ravens are are the real deal. Um, Absolutely, you know. So they they have their quarterback. Um, they seems like the Ravens always have a top one defense. So, yeah, yeah, they, know, they, they're they always, always hovering in the three, top five, top four, yeah. top five. Like yeah. they're always there. Um, so we knew they were going to be there. And I I think you know Houston. They're they're. I expected this playoff run maybe next year. And, and, you know, so maybe they're a little bit ahead of schedule, but the Ravens are for real. Um, mm-hmm. I think we expected that, you know, that outcome. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, so we're going to skip the Niners game. We'll circle back to that. Uh, on Sunday, the Lions and the Buccaneers game. That was a lot of fun. That was yeah, fun. That was, that was a great game. I just, yeah, it was a blast. I mean, and and we, we uh, the Lions end up getting that win. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy for the city of Detroit. They've been, uh, they've been winning more than three decades for something like this to happen. And uh, they suffered through a lot of torture in between. And it's just, it's, I'm, I'm genuinely happy for the city of Detroit. And I'm also really sorry that I'm going to have to put an end to it uh, this coming weekend, but you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know, and, but it, it's a hell of a season and, um, and you know, the, the farewell tour uh, uh, begins on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I picked, uh, I picked Tampa Bay to, to win it. And, <laughs> Obviously, that didn't happen. I'm definitely happy for the Lions. Um, but you know what? I really liked how Tampa Bay played. They're they're kind of a team that you didn't really expect to be in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield probably never going to live up to that number one overall draft pick uh, status. Um, but he, you know, he balled out this season. He was a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he's an MVP, but, you know, you got like four MVP quality quarterbacks in the league. You know, you mm-hmm. it's really it, hard to be a top five quarterback. I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, Baker earned himself a paycheck. Yeah, this yeah. year <laughs> there's yeah, going to get paid if he, he Tampa Bay doesn't. There. If Tampa Bay doesn't re-sign him right away, and he's on the street and he's able to entertain offers from other franchises, he's going to be in demand. You know, somebody's going to offer him a multi-year deal. He's young enough that he could be a bridge quarterback where, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody like Minnesota, somebody like the Raiders, um, you know, they're potentially, you know, he flashed and uh, he could be a bridge quarterback to a, to a draft pick. The the problem, the problem with Baker is like, while he did flash like um, against the Packers earlier this season, like, uh, like that, that was a great game. He also like, followed it up with that nine, nothing, uh, barely won the game on, uh, uh, on week 18 to clinch the playoffs. Like 
if they were playing literally any other team, they lose that game and they're not in the playoffs. So that's part of the, uh, you take the good and the bad with Baker, but uh, yeah, he definitely earned his paycheck at least. Like he'll, uh, he's going to probably find a home. I would imagine Tampa Dude, he went extends him for regular season. He was ninth in the league with 4,444 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like he threw the ball pretty damn well. Uh, 28 touchdowns, 10 picks. Uh, his offensive line wasn't that good. I mean, he got sacked 40 times that O line. He was running around for his life. So, I mean, you put a decent offensive line in front of him, you know, yeah. you see some of those numbers go up, draft you know? a player or two, um, uh, yeah. to support that offensive line see what happens. You know, Absolutely. and I think this is my opinion, but I think that, uh, this is probably maybe the last time we see the bucks for just a, you know, a couple of years from now, just because I think Mike Evans is going to walk. They're obviously Baker Mayfield's probably not going to come back. Um, I think he's going to see what he's, I think he definitely earned himself a paycheck to, you know, entertain free agency. And uh, to Sam's point, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he went to be a Raider. I mean, you're going to have arguably, you know, two, three wide receivers and a good decent tight end. Maybe that's another place where Baker Mayfield yeah. shines again. You know, maybe the, the, the Raiders job, like, like uh, if you're a starting quarterback, that job's not terrible, you know, like yeah. if you're looking with for Baker a place, Mayfield, like, yeah. with Baker Mayfield as, as he played in the regular season and, and in the, the playoffs, you put that with uh, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, uh, Jacoby Myers, the, the tight end, you know, the offense that they have, the weapons that they have on offense and the Raiders had a, a decent offensive line uh with a bunch of uh you know outside of Colton Miller the you know a bunch of no name guys um they did pretty well on the offensive line yeah you know and if the defense rolls back uh, what they did this year i mean that's not a bad veteran to have and then if you can i don't think you're going to be able to get a quarterback in this draft unless you mortgage the future and move up um, but you you could have some options in the second round, you know, uh, Penix juniors kind of being, uh, put into the second round. So you might, he might be able to fall to you in the second round and maybe you have him sit for a year. Um, you know, I don't know, but, uh, a, a current Raider team with Baker Mayfield, that doesn't really sound bad to me. I mean, it's an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy know? has not been the same since that knee injury in, no. in, the, in year 2020, no. like, and you know like, what? I yeah. like I like the the I like Baker in, in Cleveland. Unfortunately, he the, you know him and the Browns couldn't put it all together. He but got I a like bit of a Baker's raw deal moxie. There. You know, I like <laughs> yeah. that moxie. I like that attitude. I like you know I like that he was getting up and, and dropping Raider first attitude. downs. You yeah, know? I think it's I think a great Raider attitude well. though. I think yeah. he would do well. All right, so let's talk about the Lions real quick. They get that win, obviously, and uh, Jared Goff is back in the NFC title game. Uh, but with a different Sunshine. team this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, one of the me- the uh, the NFL meme accounts on Instagram, like they 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 post this picture of Jared Goff dressed up as Willy Wonka, and and basically every time the Lions won this year, they were like, "You just lost to Jared Wonka," and it's like <laughs> him just kind of dancing a little bit in his uh, Willy Wonka costume. It's it's it it's amusing. Um. Fun fact: the uh, the last college game football game I ever watched, or to 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 now, in case I watch one next year, was Jared Goff at Cal, and I left early because that game was at one a.m. and they were in the third quarter, and I was like, I gotta go. 
college games <laughs> drag so long. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why we don't need to get into all of them. But uh, yeah, so uh, CJ Gardner Johnson is uh, is already talking his trash to Debo. So uh, we uh, Debo is uh, we're not sure if he's going to be able to play or not. He got injured early in the Niners game, so um, we'll you know we'll see how that shakes out. But oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun week. Uh, a lot of yeah. lot, lot of uh, John back and forth. Um, so the we've Chiefs been... and the Bills. Oh, oh hold on, real that... quick. I wanted to get the Detroit's my take oh. on Detroit. Is, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. We've all really loved them all year. They got a great running game. Offensively, they're dynamic, but defensively, they allow a lot of passing yards. Yeah, and um, I I do you know um, if somehow they get through the 49ers during their Super Bowl, that's the team that I'm rooting for. Um, just you know, they're just because of the head coach and everything around them. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm really happy that the the Detroit Lions got to where they're at. You know, it's going to be a fun game. Kudos well, to them. Cal, Dan Campbell. I mean, just everything. You know, it's it's kind of what you're hoping for as a fan, right? Like, really turn it around, get back on the radar. I mean, I love Detroit because they won me sixty bucks uh, on Saturday, so or on <laughs> Sunday, so so you know the, the thanks, guys. I needed yeah. uh, I needed over fifty yards uh, with uh, Gibbs, and boy, did he get it! So uh, <laughs> shout out, thanks, guys. Out of bed. Uh, so let's let, now let's turn to the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, so we all had the bills and we were all wrong. Um, the chiefs still get the job done. Uh, actually Jim Nance on the call, he actually said wide, right. The words that have haunted this city for, for decades come back around again, like, or whatever it was, something yeah. along those lines. Like it was very poetic. And God, when he said wide, right, I, I immediately think back to all of these, like, you know, when you watch NFL network and you see the old nineties yeah, games yeah. and it's just wide, right, wide, right too. And then uh wide, right again. To, How uh, different we would think of the Buffalo bills if they won all of those Super Bowls, or like, one of those, just know. one of them, you know? Yeah. But That's they so went to wild. What, four straight, four straight. Four Can they you lose... imagine if they won all of them? Like, they want all of them. That's the, like, that's the greatest team of that's all time. It's the greatest football time. Yeah, that's the ever. greatest run of all time. If they win all four of them, you know, um, nobody's been to four straight Super Bowls. Other no. than them. And, <laughs> and to yeah. lose every single one of them, man. I mean, everything, everything about that franchise. I mean, the quarterback cursed. you're talking about, that's the greatest quarterback ever. Four straight, four straight years. Mm-hmm. The quarterback won the head coach. I mean, you're everything, everything. Is totally different about the Bills, so they're the well, uh, Jim second... Kelly was the quarterback, yeah, and he, yeah, but Jim I Kelly's mean, still a Hall of Famer, yeah, but I, uh, but mean, yeah, you're you're, you're in the you're discussion. About, you're yeah. talking about it's Jim Kelly, Montana, and Brady, yeah, yeah. exactly. You're you know what I mean? Like a goat level, like and he, yeah. he just won't be that. He'll be yeah, yeah. known He's for a Hall being of Famer, the four time yeah. loser. <laughs> it's so four times like, second place, four times second. I don't know what. I, I don't know what goddess Greek goddess they pissed off in Buffalo, but it is, it's been all like, that's so harsh. That's so yeah. like, I, I do feel bad for the city. That's part. I think that's probably part of the reason why I keep picking them every year and I'm going to stop picking them. Uh, maybe that's the problem. I don't right. Oh uh, God. Well, well, Jason was at the game and he had uh, probably the best night out of everyone there. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Jason Kelsey was having a uh, time of his life. He uh, was fighting dragons with Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, tailgating with the Bills Mafia, took a shotgun out of a bowling ball. 
jumped out of the uh, sweet box to shotgun more beers, picked up a fan so she could say hi to Taylor Swift, shotgun beers behind Taylor Swift. He has he was having the no best. shirt. He uh, our boy Love runs it. a little uh, runs a little hot yeah because everybody else was still <laughs> in their jackets and shit. But uh, um, I get it. I run a little hot too. Like you know, it's us big fellows. I I totally get it, man. Like, like if if he announces his retirement tomorrow and that was the start of his retirement tour. What a way to kick it off, huh? I know. Right? <laughs> Is that Bert Kreischer? No, it's... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See the belly? He's having fun for two, mommy guys. <laughs> his uh, his daughter texted their his uh, uh the mom and said, "Dad's boobs are out." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, he he really was having a great time. Uh, and his brother got the win, so you know, all, yeah, everything. It, not only did he get the win, uh, Kelsey showed up for the first time since like week nine or something like that. Yeah, um, two touchdowns and like he he was making all the catches and everything. Yeah, um, Stefan Diggs dropping what could have been the game winning touchdown at least would have definitely put them in field goal range in the fourth quarter. Uh, and and I, I mean he's been kind of having problems with the team uh this year i guess yeah. he didn't like a lot of the play calls and everything so uh i think this might be it for we, uh we, we, Diggs we talked about this i uh, mentioned this a little bit off on in the pre-show is all there's been so many times specifically with with Diggs and allen with this buffalo team where allen is not getting him the ball not looking his way or, or whatever and Diggs is going off like throwing his helmet chewing them out, going to the media, media defending. You got to get the ball to the best wide receiver. You got to get him out of Buffalo. His own brother, oh, you got to bring him here to Dallas. He fucking dropped a touchdown or, as you said, possibly a field goal range, probably a touchdown. I mean, yeah, there was nobody behind. Like, that I mean, was like a if he doesn't, if he, if he doesn't get tackled by the guy that's on him, he's gone. You Vince, know? that ball was in the air for like 65 yards. I know. Like in the bread basket. Yeah. And you dropped it. Oops. But, you know, if the quarterback got pissed off at that, oh, he's a bad teammate. Like just, you know, the blame that Josh Allen is getting. Yeah. You know, he, he missed a couple of throws on that, on the, um, on the final drive, but he also put quite a few balls on people's hands and they dropped. Well, them. he also carried the team with his legs too. I mean, right. he, so he bumbled and rumbled like 70 something yards. Yeah. yeah. I, he shouldn't get any blame at all. I think, okay. I obviously digs. We kind of all agree that he's probably not come back next year. Right. That's a good, it's yeah. a good. Thought. I think he's probably gone. I think he needs to go back to a stadium in a dome because he needs to go and, to Dallas. No, so well, I don't think Dallas, Dallas is, Dallas is not, so obnoxious. Dallas is oh not going to be Oh my god, having to, both Diggs brothers in one on one team. Dallas would have to offload and do I think Jerry would do it? Yeah, but he's going to have to get a lot of stuff to get to Diggs. You know where I could think he's going to go? Uh I could see him going to the Saints. Because they'll probably get off of Michael Thomas, he'll be done. Mm-hmm. Alave, you know, maybe they move him. I mean, they don't really have a number one wide receiver. I would say Olave, Olave is a number one. I disagree. I think Olave. I, is I don't a know one. when you compare to the other number ones on, on the rest of the NFL. I think well, I part think, of it is Derek Carr was a little bit more wasn't as willing to distribute it to him every time uh, when he was capable of doing it. I guess Derek Carr is happy to find other people to catch the ball instead yeah, of when Derek Carr issue. had Adams. I mean, he was forcing everything to him as well, too. I don't, I don't, I think you're looking at Diggs and Adams and probably a, a same tier structure as far as what Kerr, what Kerr, 
what uh, Carr might want as a wide receiver, you know, and I think that might be it. Get him inside of a dome. I'm not blame inclement mother or whatever. Get him inside of a dome. At least you get, you know, six, seven or seven games out of it. You know what I mean? Maybe something to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, I mean they're going to be. I know the, for sure I wouldn't want that on my team. Like, yeah, the the Bills would... are going to be in uh, financial trouble too because uh, Josh Allen goes from like I don't know sixteen or eighteen million this year to like forty seven million cap hit next year. So uh, uh, we we got to look out. This may be the beginning of the end, but Josh Allen is right in the middle of his prime too. So like he's just starting his prime really. Like so. It's it's going to be an interesting question in Buffalo. How do they like work around that? How do they make sure that there's enough talent around him to keep him in it? Um, how do they even get to you know do do they try to rebuild and burn a year or two of Josh Allen's prime? You know, th- th- those these are all questions that they're going to have to answer this off season. Absolutely S- sucks to be them. Yeah, sucks to sucks to suck. Go Baltimore. Yeah, Look so the Chiefs. Uh, the, the Chiefs are uh, obviously the uh, the big winners there. Uh, they they get the job done. Uh, what, yeah, what, what what else do we need to say about that? They're um, they're going to the. Uh, it, I, I I saw something. Uh, when was the last time that the Chiefs or the Patriots weren't in the AFC title game? Just throw some guesses out there. That they weren't into it. Yeah, either one of those teams, the Patriots or the Chiefs. When was the last season that that happened? It had to be like 01, 2000, 2000. 99, something like that. No, 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 no. It was actually more recent than that. It was 2011. Oh, wow. And it was ready for this. It was Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. And the Ravens? No, 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 no. The Jets and Mark Sanchez. Oh, yeah. He went to two straight. Yep. Yep. They went so, to two straight. Wow. Yeah. Wild. When I saw that, I was like, I had to save this in my back pocket. I need, I need to, the, the universe needs to know. Yeah. Mark <laughs> Sanchez, like what his first three years, they went to the AFC championship or first yeah, two years or the something like that. The first two, two of the first three, I think. But yeah. Yeah. His first two years. I mean, he looked like a promising quarterback. And then the butt fumble and, and then just, it yeah. all fell apart. Um, you try not to let one play define a man, but uh, sometimes that happens in the Northeast. Looking at you, Buckner. Um, <laughs> that guy was clutch. Like, like if you look at like his whole career, stats, he's his like, whole career. He was actually really pretty good, like but then really good. It's and just actually one... a solid defensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you make one mistake at the worst possible time. And that's the end. Um, you know, who didn't make the one mistake at the worst possible time was the Niners. Um, they got it together at the exact right time. Uh, they were able to, you know, come from behind, uh, get the win. That's the first time when Shanahan was down seven or more, the Niners uh, get a win. So that's great. That that makes me feel real good. That was basically the last box that, uh, that you know, anybody who's reasonable needs to see checked. I didn't need yeah. to see it at this point, but, but uh, other people, I, I mean, when the game was on the line, Brock Purdy mid mid play dries his hand off and starts throwing fucking darts. Yeah. And and that last drive, he was six for seven, and the one incompletion was Should've actually it. Should be it was George friend. Kittle yeah. uh, hit him in the hands and Kittle A rare started. Miss. <laughs> yeah, Kittle started going for the yak before he had the ball secured, and that was you know that that one's on Kittle. Uh, Brock Purdy also scrambled for a couple of plays in that in that final drive too. 
and gets the job done. And yeah, Christian McCaffrey is the one that ended up put, punching it in. Uh, but to, to pretend that Brock didn't manage that drive perfectly the, the whole way down um, is just people hating to hate at this yeah, point. Like, and of course. That, that's what we're starting to see now is um, people are hating on Brock Purdy because they're jealous, I guess. I don't know. They wish they were me. They wish they were in. You know, I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's I mean, two to two for two and getting to the championship game. Yeah. And I think and there's he's, just this weird yeah. like uh, I, w- I was listening to a bunch of stuff today. Various bod- podcasts, ESPN, Fox Sports, um, you know, all of these hot takes and they want to compare Brock to Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you know, uh these other quarterbacks are better. Well, what's that mean? That they can run? That they're more athletic? That like what does that mean? Brock Purdy as a passer mm-hmm. is the top rated passer in and the not, league. Not, not only that, like he's very, very accurate. I think he was number two, like a mere like, I don't know, hundredth of a point behind Dak Prescott in terms of accuracy. But Brock Purdy's air yards was more than a yard further than Dax. Like, so he's, and, and Brock is, I got Brock had like top air yards too. You got it. It was like yeah, 5.5 his, to 4.3 or something like that. His percentage is 69.4. Yeah. That's fourth in the league. Yeah. But tied for first is Mason Rudolph and Jake Browning. Like, okay, well, so, well, okay. Eliminate those guys. Those guys don't count. So who else was there? Dax was Prescott Dax? and yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. See, That's completion okay. percentage. Okay. Yeah, so uh, right there. Average per pass, Brock Purdy, 9.6. 9.6 guys. The next guy who's like a real quarterback, an everyday quarterback, Tua with Miami at 8.3. Mm-hmm. More than a yard. So, right, more than a yard. Yeah, so that's yards quarterback per completion. Rating, yeah. Everybody's favorite stat that nobody knows what it fucking means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy, 72.8 versus this is the stat you're talking about, Vince. Yeah. 72.8 versus Dak Prescott, 72.7. No, no, no. That's not what I was talking about. That's that, 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 that's QBR. Uh, I'm talking about air yards. Okay. His passer rating. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying air yard. Like how far per attempt he throws. Oh yeah. That was like nine point. Um, no, 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 That's the, that's, um, that, that factors in yards after the catch. I'm talking about strictly in the air like um somebody else brought that up i saw uh i saw somebody talk about, about yards that. per game or no no uh yards um yards his ra- let air. me real quick his rating as you find that his re- quarterback rating uh passer rating 113 versus Dak Prescott's 105.9 so i mean as a passer Brock Purdy's the number one quarterback passer in the league so like, what are we should be excited? This is a second year player for a historical franchise that is known for quarterbacks. And I'm not knocking Jordan Love. He was great. He was fantastic. He outplayed Brock a majority of the game. But Jordan Love threw interception, threw a ball he shouldn't have thrown. He should have held on to the ball got rid of the ball or ran, but that interception should not have happened. And Jordan love is a year older than Brock Purdy and has been in the system 
with the same head coach in the offensive system for four years, I would expect him to know the offense, know the language. You know, he's been practicing this offense for four years. But to to put, to make it, you know, to disparage Brock Purdy when he's having a great season and he's only in his second year, instead of celebrating how great the league is right now with young quarterback play, we're shitting on a guy. Yep. Like, what's... We should be excited that Brock Purdy is with the 49ers. We should be excited that Josh Allen's in Buffalo. We should be excited that Jordan Love is in Green Bay, another historical franchise where, what is everybody saying? Damn, how did Green Bay do this? You go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to potentially now Jordan Love. This is exciting. This should be a good thing. Instead, we're crapping on this dude. Like, it's crazy that the national media hates Brock Purdy. Like, I don't understand. The only thing I can think of is that they're just they're they're upset that he's just the the last pick of the draft and everybody was wrong on him. Like I don't get it. I, well, I don't I mean, have a I don't have a reason. To be fair, national pundits were also really critical on Josh Allen when the Bills drafted him. Everyone said that was oh, the terrible pick. Him. They said, yeah. yeah, this guy will never be a top quarterback and look at he's top they five said, quarterback. And my dad remember, in the chat is barely his second year. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh I can't find it. <laughs> whatever the ESPN uh draft coverage was when Josh Allen got got uh picked by the Bills. I forget who it was, but one of the commentators said he's not even the best Josh Allen in the draft. Oh, because of the Jaguars uh yeah. Correct. So which, by the way, he's carved the other Josh Allen has carved out a pretty good career for himself too. So so far, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the you know the the crapping on Brock Purdy is just wild like it's just wild mm-hmm. you know we should be excited for this young man that he is uh the final pick in the draft at quarterback and lighting it up and I I think a lot of it has to do with uh the look like he just doesn't look like a Lamar Jackson or Jordan Love or Patrick Mahomes. He's he's not running around and throwing the ball behind his head and, and doing this crazy athletic stuff. Yeah, but and, and at, that's not what Brock is, but he, he's getting the job done. And he's still, you know, I mean, he's he's mobile enough, clearly. Um, he can look, extend plays. Ten years that's, from what, now, that's what we need to do, it, you know? Let's play the our favorite game, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, if the 49ers win, say, three championships, three Lombardis, mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy's the starter in all of them, and maybe one of them, he's an MVP. We're talking he's about his MVP. career totally different. Oh, absolutely. And I think if if he's if the Niners win three Super Bowls in the next 10 years, uh, I mean, just the way that the MVP is handed out, it, all, it, it basically always goes to a quarterback anyway. So he'll, he'll have three MVP, Super Bowl MVPs. If that's the case, um, well, I could and, I could and, see Christian yeah. McCaffrey going off. DMC could go yeah, off, you know, one I could of them, see but him he's going off. He'll get two of the three, probably. Right, uh, he's getting at least two of the three. You know, when when we look back at Tom Brady's career, you know, it was he was a late round draft pick, and everybody was, oh god, I can't believe this this quarterback taking in the sixth round. You know, like yeah. 
Some guys just can't handle the fact that they missed on right. him. Like that's what it really comes we down were, to. I think the media was celebrating Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They were celebrating him. You know, so like I don't understand. You know, we were celebrating Kurt Warner bagging groceries, and then all of a sudden it's the number one offense. Like Kurt Warner couldn't. Like what's his career running? He's got like what five yards? Like, I mean, I have more rushing yards in the NFL than Kurt Warner. You know, like, come on. <laughs> you know, Kurt Warner is probably the least one of the least athletic Hall of Fame quarterbacks we've ever seen. So I I think people just when we talk about oh this quarterback's better. Well, what's better? He's more athletic. He can run. He can do crazy stuff that no one else can do. You know what? What does that mean? Brock Purdy is quarterbacking one of the best offenses right now, and not only that, he's quarterbacking one of the best offensive systems in the NFL. Everybody talks about Kyle Shanahan's system is one of the most difficult systems to run, and Brock Purdy's performing it. He's performing better in this system than any quarterback, and that's including MVP Matt Ryan. Yeah, the, the, the numbers the numbers show that too. And, so what and is, I mean, and, and the 17th game doesn't matter because Brock didn't play in week 18, which was the 17th game. So just on a 16 game. So even if you want to nitpick about, you know, the counting stats being a little higher or whatever, played 16 no, games. Brock, Brock played 16 games and he's right there with the best season that anyone else has ever had under Kyle. And so I'm, I'm excited for this, uh, for, for the future. The future's looking bright. And the fact that he's a seventh round pick means that they're going to be able to spend top dollar on a lot of other talent for the next couple of years still, you right. know, before, uh, before having to actually like really pay Brock. And that's why Brock is already doing commercials for like Alaska airlines or whatever. Um, yeah. because you know, he's going to get his money. You're when you're the quarterback of the 49ers, that's that's an opportunity to make a lot of money doing endorsements and stuff like that. And um, I yeah, mean, I'm just I look, I'm, I'm really I look at Green Bay different now. I mean, mm-hmm. going into next year, I look at Green Bay different. You know, you get rid of your your Hall of Fame quarterback mm-hmm. and you follow it up with a young quarterback who's potentially executing the system better than the Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So we're probably going to see more matchups with the 49ers and the Packers. This is exciting. Yeah. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Why are we shitting on each other? Why are we crapping on these quarterbacks? It should be celebrated. This is a great yeah. time. Yeah, I, so I, yeah, I definitely yeah, Jordan I have Love not, was fantastic. Yeah, it's time to give uh, some flowers to Jordan Love. He he had an uh, absolute magical season and uh the, the, that's another one of the memes that have been going around is um uh Jesse Pinkman going, "He can't keep doing this." And it's like the green, uh, the Bears, Lions, and uh, Vikings fans uh, seeing that Green Bay drafted another franchise quarterback right. again. Like uh, this is, True. you know, like they they did it again. I can't believe it, but he looks fantastic, and especially the last half of the year, he and uh, they, the Packers gave the Niners everything they had. They brought their A game, uh, and like if that field goal. Uh, attempt gets made instead of missed that's a tied game because the Niners did end up getting down and scoring so 
Then it goes to overtime. Who knows what happens? You know, I was hoping um, for overtime. Actually, I told uh, I, I was not. Like, I, I wanted that. I, I wanted over because I don't want a, overtime. Fuck you. <laughs> because it was a it was a fun game. I oh, want no. to see more. I wanted yeah. more, mm-hmm. and that's something that these commentators, these national knuckleheads, should be embracing instead of just going for clickbait shit. How this was exciting. It was this was so... fun. Yeah, it, it, less fun for me, just stressful. But I mean, if I w- I, I can see, li- literally everybody else was having fun watching it. I know that you know this yeah. was it was an incredible game, and I'm just glad my team ended up on the on the winning side of it. Absolutely, you I know did. that that's yeah. uh, the Niners brought their C game, and it would have been even lower if they didn't get the win. Like I would have given that a D minus. If they end up losing, it, like if next that last year, drive doesn't happen, you know, next year, um, yeah. how much more exciting is this, is the season going to be, especially playoff time when, you know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles ain't done, you know, they're, they're going to be there. So how much more fun does it make it that green Bay is legit green Bay versus Philly. That's going to be fun. Top yeah. tier quarterbacks, the, the old Reggie white bull. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be fun. <laughs> We should be celebrating this, peace. not crapping on these people, not not disparaging. Okay, Brock Purdy does it different. He does it more of an old school pinpoint accuracy passer stuff. He doesn't run around and do crazy, amazing shit like Patrick Mahomes, but that's a once. We've never seen that before. Yeah. It's like the only one. And there's more than one way to quarterback, to, to you know, successfully you quarterback. Even, you can't even say Lamar Jackson does what, Patrick Mahomes does. They're both mm-hmm. extremely athletic, but yeah. so far, Patrick Mahomes is the only one who does that type of stuff. Right. Like it's the only one of one. You know? and I then, mean, it also, and, it also helps that Kelsey is the most uh, non-natural route running tight end in the NFL. Like he'll run, run a route receiving tight end. Exactly. You know I mean? just, he'll run a route and be like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go run this now. Cause he needs me here. Like, their IQ of 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 where yeah, they need to be the, together the telepathy is top notch. Between them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, they're they're. It's an exciting time for for an offensive style of football. Because, you know, obviously the NFL doesn't want people playing defense anymore. Right. So embrace the quarterback play. Embrace different styles. You know, this should be a good thing. This is a good thing that that a quarterback hit. In the as the last pick in the draft, that gives hope to every quarterback coming out of the system that it doesn't matter where you're taken. It doesn't matter if you're drafted or not. This is a good thing. And instead, we're we're crushing the guy for being amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's. Um. Uh, I'm gonna start sharing my screen again to um bring up the uh the pick'em challenge because I think we should probably move on. We've uh. Uh, so, so here we are, here's our standings. Uh, uh, right now me and Sam are tied with eight points and Tyler is right behind us with six points. The championship game, championship Sunday, you get four points for every correct pick. So this is, this is where we can start really separating. Um, as far as our preseason Super Bowl picks, Tyler, you're done. Congratulations. No, no bonus for you. Um, Sam, obviously uh, we talked about this before you had the jets and the Niners. I had the bills and the Niners, the Niners are still alive, which means we still have a shot at bonus points. 
um, I could still get 10 bonus points. You can max out at five. So we'll see how this breaks down this weekend. As we look to the chiefs and the Ravens, that's a noon Pacific kickoff. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites. Sam Ravens. I thought you would do that. I already had it highlighted and I'm copying and I'm pasting Uh, Tyler Ravens Ravens. Okay. And it's so close. This game is going to like three, three and a half points. That's going to get bet bet down to probably two and a half. I think. Um, Yeah. It's, it's going to be so close. I think I'm also going to go with the Ravens this time. I just, I feel like it's, uh, it's going to come down to, you know, something silly and uh, Lamar Jackson can scratch, like maybe he, he has the rushing game of his life. I think about, I think about what Colin Kaepernick did in like 2012 to the Packers when he ran for like 181 yards or something like that. It like, I could see Lamar doing something like that. uh, Just having an extraordinary rushing game. Uh, And then that because he does that, it keeps them honest and it keeps, you know, it opens up windows for Zay flowers and maybe Mark Andrews uh, comes back this week. We'll see. But if not, Isaiah likely's performed admirably as well. So um, the uh, the 49ers game I checked this afternoon that lines moved up to officially seven now. Oh, has it? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I uh, it depends what what site you look at. Um, the one that I looked at uh, from like six hours ago had six and a half. I'll change it to seven just for shits and giggles. The, the athletic had at seven as well. Too. Okay, all right, yeah, it's it, it it's so the Niners are seven point favorites. We'll call it seven. Uh, hosting the Lions. I obviously am picking the 49ers. That's that's a shock to no one, especially if you're on YouTube and you see my hat. Uh, obviously, I'm picking the Niners. I had them winning the whole damn thing. I'm not going to stop picking them now. Uh, gentlemen, are any of you going to be my mortal enemy? Go ahead, Sam. Uh, Niners. Okay. Okay. In order for me to try to win this, I have to pick the Lions. So I'm going to go Lions. But I okay. think the 49ers are going to win it. But in order for me to win this, I have to pick the Lions. I don't okay. have a choice. All right. You should just pick the Chiefs. <laughs> nah. I, 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 no, you want to save it for nah, the, the other game. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Tyler, you can go die. No. <laughs> hey, but um, I still think the 49ers are going to win it. But in order for me you're to gonna have a chance feel to win like this. No, I, I, dies, I understand. Dude. I did. I, I, I remember like last year I had to make a pick like this, picking against what I thought would happen. Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to win a game here. Um, yeah, you know. so are the Niners. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so this is going to be, uh, yeah, I stopped sharing, right? Yeah. yeah. I did. Okay. So there we go. Uh, uh, we all have the Ravens. Me and Sam have the Niners. Tyler's going with the Lions, and we're we're ready to have some fun this weekend. It's Championship Sunday. It's the um, it's the four best teams left, and I mean you can you can argue about like oh maybe the Cowboys should have been there. Maybe they should have won their damn game against the Packers. You know. Um, or Damn! Like, why are the Cowboys know, getting shade? They they weren't even here last week. <laughs> fuck them! Because I, I anytime I have an opportunity to like take a swipe at the Cowboys, I'm going to. You don't need because to. You don't fuck need to. them boys. You don't need to this week. You know why? No. Because because all the Cowboy fans are dealing with Mike McCarthy being their head coach. No again. no no. The, the, the Cowboys <laughs> fans. A lot of them are the ones talking shit about uh, about Brock Purdy. So I'm gonna hit him again. Go fuck. Wow. 
Well, welcome to my world. They 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 talk shit about my Eagles every week. Well, so. yeah, but I did mean, you guys hear like, about? Um, I I know there's some coaching news, but did you hear the Eagles are going to be interviewing Ron Rivera, DC? Okay, <laughs> so so okay, so I I immediately was was so against this, right? And I still am, right? I don't. I, I get Ron Rivera was a was a decent DC, and he could be a good DC, and a lot of people are excited to to see a head coach not wanting a head coaching job to be a DC for the Eagles, right? That's what they're saying throughout Reddit and whatnot. I am 100%, nope, I don't want him in the building. I don't want anything about it. Our, I said today that our defense was already a crapshoot this year. Why add Riverboat Ron to the mix as well? So I don't want him in there. You know what? Honestly, like, well, I think they the, the Ravens, they just – their DC is going to get um, moved on to somewhere, or at least their assistant to the DC is going to be moved on who we were looking at. We're also looking at um, possibly uh, there's another guy I'm drawing a blank in his name right now, but he's uh, with the giants as their defensive coach. And um, he's not one a head coaching job. He might be a good pick. He blitzes all the time, but he runs a man offense. I have a rant man defense. So I don't know. There's a lot of things. I just don't want Ron Rivera. I would even take the Dallas and and their assistant that they have, that linebacker coach that they have. Um, I take him too. I mean, I mean, their DC is probably gonna be a head coach going next year, but I take their assistant. Anyone? Uh, has anybody heard from uh, Eric Bieniemy? Have Eric you heard anything about him? He no. interviewed with Washington for their head coaching. Okay, uh, but yeah. as uh, outside of that, I don't know. All right, we'll see then. Um, the other one uh, I read about today, uh, another uh, former Eagle and 49er interviewing potentially interviewing for an OC job currently the UCLA head coach Chip Kelly and uh that's not going to happen he wouldn't get back for for, for no 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 I'm not saying for the Eagles I'm saying there's teams interested in potentially interviewing him for an OC job and I'm like god please not not the Raiders please. OC co- an, an OC job no I could I don't I don't want him but no. To be clear, I don't want him, but I could see how some other NFL teams might view him not as a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator. I mean, I could see why they would want to at least kick the tires on him. Mm. Um, the uh, Eagles, mm. I believe, are interviewing Jim Bob Cooter. I'm all Bob for that one. I'm all for <laughs> oh, that one, man. baby. I'm all for that. Uh, um, I mean, he's doing he's doing he did stellar things in in uh, Indianapolis. He he did stellar things with uh, Matt Stafford in Detroit. So, you know, I, I'm the, all for uh, the Bengals hire. Or excuse me, the Titans hire Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. Mm-hmm. His daddy, you know who his daddy is? Former Raiders head coach. Yep, yep. Bill Callahan. So I'm pretty sure Brian Callahan is probably going to bring. <laughs> Papa Bill over uh, in some offensive uh, OC or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think he's our, I think he was on the Bengals uh, staff as a offensive assistant. Um, I think, I think with Brian Callahan, because the Bengals had a, they have a great offense as far as like scheme, I believe. I mean, they got obviously had some great quarterback play uh, when Joe Burrow was healthy. I could see Brian Callahan like not doing well in Tennessee and to no fault of his own, as far as like a coach, I think the problem is going to be that it seems like this franchise is on the decline with talent, with ownership, not really 
knowing what they're doing. Um, I actually can see Brian Callahan not doing too well in Tennessee, but then getting that second job and doing better on that second job. But he's a hell of a OC and he comes from, uh, you know, Bill Callahan, um, bucked up in the Super Bowl by not changing any of the language. Um, but as a, as a, as a coordinator, as a schemer, Bill Callahan, I mean, he dialed it up. I mean, he had years of having a, a, a top ranked, uh, offense. So that's an exciting hire. Yep. Well, it also knocks off my, my, uh, thing on the board there. So we don't have to bring that up anymore. <laughs> that's why I did it, man. Yeah. Smooth yeah. ass transition. Uh, I see bro. that. All I right. see that. I see yeah. that. I think that's pretty much it as far as uh, coaching news goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So thing. let's uh, let, let let's just move on. We just want to uh, point out that the Warriors didn't still have still no games. GM for the Raiders, which is oh, they're yeah, interviewing the the Chargers. Yes. GM. So what's being discussed now? What's coming out? Um, so Vinny Bonsignor has a relationship with Mark Davis. So information's coming out from Vinny. Um, who covers the Raiders and then some other stuff is coming out is Mark Davis's concern his his concern and the there's the the business side and then there's the football side right the business side is 100% like we love champ Kelly then there's the football people who are not in agreement with champ Kelly and it's not that he's not a good enough GM candidate or anything like that. They're worried that it's kind of a repeat of a rookie head coach and a rookie general manager. Um, so that's what they're kind of worried about. So now, and the other thing is, is uh, Ed Dodds, who was the talent evaluator with Indianapolis Colts. He's been considered like one of the top evaluators of talent. So he's in the mix. Um, and the reason why they're interviewing the guy with the Chargers from the Chargers, uh, Ted Telesco, I think his name is, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Chargers, they've been able to build really good rosters. They just have not been able to figure it out with coaches. Um, so they're, they're, the rumor is, is potentially that Telesco would be some type of uh, president of football operations and then Dodds or Champ Kelly would then be the GM. Um, but right now the latest rumor is they would want to hire Dodds as the general manager and champ Kelly remain as the assistant general manager. So mm, okay. that might be a tough pill for, for champ Kelly to swallow. Um, you know, so I think the reason why they went ahead with Antonio Pierce, I think all three candidates probably said they're okay with uh, Antonio Pierce being the head coach. So I think that's why they went ahead and announced that AP is going to be the coach, but they're still trying to figure out this GM. Uh, but we're supposed to find out how this, who's getting the job in the next day or two is what is what's being reported. So head scratcher. So we'll see. Raiders don't do anything normal. They don't do anything. <laughs> Here we go. Hang on for the ride. <laughs> Basketball. We're moving on to basketball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so the Warriors, obviously, because of the awfulness, didn't have any games uh, over the last week. Um, but they are they did go to practice earlier today, and it looks like that they will be playing their games. Uh, all three of them are at home. 
they're hosting the Hawks, the Kings, and the Lakers uh, this week. Um, as far as we know, at this point, they will be playing those games. So um, right now, they're currently sitting 12th in the West, 18 wins, 22 losses. So obviously, they need to um, start winning some games, get back to 500, yeah. and we can start talking playoffs. You know what? Be, you know what's really great too is uh, January 25th is uh, Hello Kitty night. Uh, so there's a special plush giveaway at the Warriors game and it also happens Kings? to be my birthday so if anybody wants to send me a Hello Kitty <laughs> inbox me I'll set, I'll DM uh, my address so hit me up right <laughs> uh, the, the important things happening here of course yeah um, I mean it would be great if they you know get some wins uh, before the before the sad news they just seem like a lifeless, uh, identity, no identity team, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I'm hoping uh, from a bad situation, the silver lining that maybe this kind of puts some energy into them and Defies brings them, them together bit. and yeah. um, becomes a becomes something, you know, like glue, um, a rallying so, point, yeah, of, or so, something. I mean, you, you got to we'll figure see. it'll take probably about. 45 wins to get into the playoffs, something like Give that. About. Yeah. Yep. Thereabouts. Um, and we're close to halfway through the season at this point. Right. I mean, yeah. So 40 games in and the trade know. deadline is like two like weeks, two and a half weeks or something like that. Yeah. So um, the time is now, if you're going to make some moves, Draymond was on his podcast and said, I wouldn't be surprised if there are trades. I think if you do any trades, it's probably a, uh, back into the roster trade i don't even know if you can really do anything of significance like the problem is that mm-hmm. wiggins has been so terrible he has no trade market yeah, you're not gonna the, move the on from, you're not gonna move on from moody you're not gonna chris move paul on from Kaminga. <laughs> you can't move chris paul because he's injured right now yeah so you're just kind of you're in no man's land yeah you know? you know? uh, yeah I, I, a lot of things do need to change if they have any shot at I don't know, being a being a title contender. I don't think that's really in the cards as it stands right now. So some things have to be adjusted and get changed quickly. Uh, and there may not, and there happen. may not even be a change. It, it may, this may be the roster for the rest of the season. I'll tell you right now, if a trade happens, it's going to be something so bonkers that we're going to be like, oh my god, it would be like they moved Clay and Dre. Like it would be something along those lines. You'd be like, wow, they actually did do that. Like you would be sitting in front of like, oh my god, they did that. Yeah, I mean, it would have there, to be to that that that. There was the report out that literally everybody except Steph is on the trade block. Like, um, so, um, if if if, if a, another team is is interested, then the Warriors are probably willing to at least make a deal. But um, Draymond we'll has see. another year, right? He has one more year. I think he has two. Contract, he has two, two more, more years. years. This is this is the first year of that three year. This is the first extension. Year of the three year, yeah. as far as I know. No, he signed a like, four-year, hundred million dollars. This is his first year. Oh no, no, the, the, the last more. year though was an option year. Right, That's what right, I was thinking right, of. So, player option. So right. he's got he's got two more guaranteed years, and then who knows what happens with that third year? Yeah. Right. See, like if you if anybody's going to trade for Draymond, who who's taking that? That's crazy. And then how many mm-hmm. years does uh, Clay have? This Clay will be a refrigerant next this coming season. So he's expiring right now. Yeah, he's, he's an expiring contract right now. So that's probably that's probably your best option is trying exactly. to is is an expiring. 
they they, they um, got to play some games and build up some value. Right. So that's the thing too I, is that Clay is Clay has played better. way below his it's no better lately. He's, been he's better. played so way below his standard norm that even if you're going to trade him like you're not going to get what you want for him. So maybe you don't even move on from him either because he's not valuable enough to move on. Well, I think either way, he's probably <clears throat> not coming back next year because the cost, you know, right. like at this point, like you're now you're, you're, you're just going to try to get rid of these contracts any way you can. So at some point you can bring in another contract. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess that that pretty much does it for Warriors talk. Uh, you know, uh, we just kind of got to wait and see how the team plays coming out of this uh, awfulness. So uh, let's just switch gears and jump straight into hockey. There was only one game since we last talked. It was against the Anaheim it. Ducks. Yeah, we all called it. Um, we I gave us all our points for one I of the I called week. it, bro. I said. Logan Couture, we talked about it on Friday. Logan Couture it could be back any day. That day was uh, Sunday night against Anaheim. The Sharks get the win. Uh, Logan had an apple in his in his uh, return game. He looked pretty good. The offense was uh, uh, out th- the first period was terrible, but um, the second and the third period it was probably the best that I've seen the Sharks play all season. Uh, the the funny part about that game, okay, I got up to go use the restroom at Sam's house, and then the Sharks score, right? Like immediately, right? Okay. <laughs> He was then, like walking then, into the door and shut the door. <laughs> then, 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 like maybe a couple minutes later, Lisa goes to use the restroom. As soon as she walks in, the shark scored. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's great. Okay, so um, right now they're still dead last in everything, but uh, I, I talked about it before. They needed a little bit of a spark, and Logan Couture. Uh, certainly provided that he even got a penalty. He found himself two minutes uh, in the, in the sin bin. So, um, you know, if that that's give some life to the team a little bit, uh, you know, who knows that's if, if nothing else, uh, it increases his trade value. And, yeah. Yeah. And they I can mean, get some rate. more pieces at this point. So it's already a lost season. I don't, you know, they're not, they're not going to pull a St. Louis blues and go worst to first, you know, this is, this is not the year for that. So, you know, they. I just need to see them playing better in the second half of the year than they have in this first half of the year. Uh, so the upcoming games are Monday at the LA Kings, Tuesday home against the Rangers, and then Saturday versus Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo as my win of the week. I was going to take Buffalo. Okay. Because I picked them to beat him uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? Who's your win of the week? Kings on Monday. I know Buffalo's an easy pick, but you know what? The Rangers. Oh, you're taking the back end of the back to back. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're gonna get their 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 shit pushed in against the Kings. And I think there's gonna be some some motivation. And they're gonna come out like gangbusters, and New York's gonna underestimate them. All right. So I'm adding that into my notes. All right. So as far as winning the week scores go. I have six and a half games correct because that that uh, shootout loss. Uh, Tyler, you have five, and Sam, you have two. So uh, here we go. Let's uh, let's start adding to those totals. Uh, and that being said, uh, let's just scoot across the pond to Wrexham. And how did they do, Tyler? They lost. Damn it! But it's okay. 
Um, they lost one nil uh, to Newport County. <laughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Getting over a uh, cold here. Um, we picked up a red a red card on that one too. So, you know, all things considered, both teams played pretty pretty crappy. Um, Newport kind of got a, a, a I would consider a lucky goal at this point, but um, you know, sucks that you didn't get a draw out of it, but not a problem. They're currently 15, 7, and 5, still in second place, still two point two points away from Stockport, who t- uh, pulled a draw. So um, they didn't get the extra point advantage ahead of us, so they're at three points. So we're lucky there. But still plenty of time. Um, like we said, we they still got to win, what, 20 games? So now that number of winning how much has kind of shrunk a little bit, but also top dogs and you know the lower levels losing games will also change that magic number for us as two. So. Uh, up next, we get to get we got to get Crawley Town, and I think in a couple weeks we got our uh, our uh, round four, round five of the uh, FA Cup. Okay, so, looking forward to that. That will be the big one. I'm pretty sure that will be televised because it's now you're starting to get some of the uh, Premier Leagues and and uh, Championship teams in the mix now. So should be fun. Yep. All right. Um... So uh, just a couple of something that just broke, like right before we started recording, uh, Aroldis Chapman's uh, going to the Pirates on a one-year deal. Um, whoopee. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates owner said he was going to be competitive. Okay. So Well, I mean, Aroldis Chapman is, uh, you know, you he's a, obviously a talented reliever, uh, kind of a shitbag human, but. Um, well, whatever. damn it. I was going to make a bet. On Joel Embiid scoring more than what they were averaging him to score tonight, and I should have taken it because Joel Embiid, breaking news, just scored seventy points versus the Spurs to pass Welt Chamberlain for the most points in 76ers game history. Seventy seven zero seven zero out of Joel Embiid. Holy <laughs> shit balls! Just passed Wilt Chamberlain. God damn! Take that That's over. wild. Um, <laughs> so that's like. The only guys left is that game over. It's over. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. So I mean, like you're talking Kobe and Wilt are the only two, like one game performances uh, higher. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kobe had 81 and Wilt has your. I uh, put in quotations because no one knows the video, but the hundred points, of course. Right. Well, the stat you know stat guys, you know, I'm sure they were on top of it, and that's sure that's official. Yeah. It's official. The 100 is official. It's. In I, the- I I also heard rumors about stat guys not always knowing the stats and they just kind of flub in a number once in a while <laughs> moving on uh uh yeah so that that's that's why oh that's you know cool. what i forgot to mention sorry the panthers yeah. name former linebacker dan morgan general manager really yeah the carolina panthers named former linebacker dan that's morgan. another poverty franchise but yeah poverty franchise indeed um yeah, so I, I guess uh, the only other thing that really happened of note, I mean, we touched on it briefly, but I just want to say it again. Uh, fuck John Fisher. Um, the, the, the the Salt Lake plan, have you heard the specifics of this? No. Uh, there's There's two uh, yeah. different minor of course league there's two. happening. Uh, of course. They're, they're moving, like, Salt Lake City, uh, their, their AAA team has a 14,500-seat um, stadium in downtown Salt Lake. They're built. They're in the process of building a new one that's going to open like 30 minutes down the road in 2025. That only seats 7,500. 
I want you to guess which one the A's are interested in possibly playing at. Got to be the smallest one possible. Yeah, that'd be the 7,500. They're going yeah. full mullet arena. Ridiculous. Um, I mean, and I, honestly, the, <clears throat> it, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. That being said, of all the plans that make no sense, the Salt Lake one actually makes the the most not sense because um, there's at least two stadiums that'll be viable. And so you're not kicking a minor league team out of their home entirely. You're just kind of let delaying them from moving into their new one. And they're going to, they would play in the old one for another three years. Um, it still doesn't make sense at all. I don't get it. It's, I don't get how the money works in any meaningful way. It's because it's it's, he's just going to go ahead and just make money off of the whole uh, revenue sharing. So you really give a shit about the, the, Right. How how much is these revenue sharing checks? That's what I really want to know. Forbes was saying uh, a couple years ago, like right up to the pandemic, the the A's were what, number five in all of profits? Yeah, in terms of profit. Yeah. Like more more than the Yankees. Well, the Yankees. More than the Dodgers. One, one, Mm -hmm. two. Well, when you don't spend any money on overhead, like, you know, employees. Right. And that's so. not just the players. Like uh, we're talking people running concession stands. And well, what's this? Uh, I saw security. something the other day. I don't have the, the link on our, our, our files. Um, there's a state that MOB doesn't, they want to make the ball players like uh, they don't get the minimum wage, the minimum wage uh, law that was passed for whatever state. They're trying to. They're saying ball players should be exempt from the minimum wage law. Oh, for the so, minor leagues. Yeah, so they would actually be paid below minimum wage. To treat be- treat them <laughs> like uh, restaurant workers, right? But baseball players don't get tips, so that's you know. You know, so it is just fucking you know, hell. What John Fisher is doing? I mean, John, like, we've covered it here so many times, but just as an owner, and MLB is complicit with this, and. You know, early on when all of this crap was breaking, we talked about the regional sports networks and how they're getting into cahoots with this Sinclair group and the Bally group is in cahoots with Sinclair and they're buying media outlets. They just bought the Baltimore Sun and they're turning them into, you know, these political stations that have nothing to do with sports. And now Amazon, where Jeff Bezos purchased the Washington Post, now Amazon is going to pay a bunch of money to Bally. You know, it it's a mess. It's a yeah. mess. Um, sports and, and baseball, you know, they're selling their souls to their devil to um, to make a couple of more bucks. Where you're already profitable, you're already mm-hmm. a billion dollar. It's a quick. It's it's a quicker couple of bucks. It's so fucking right? like it's, it's totally unnecessary. Short sighted as fuck. You know, it's short-sighted. You're destroying communities. Um, You know, okay, fine. Everybody, everybody for, for some strange reason, everybody loves to shit on Oakland. Um, Politically, nationally, just everything is like crap all over Oakland. But when it comes to, you know, this is going to happen again with nothing's finalized in Tampa Bay. Nothing's finalized in Baltimore. Nothing's finalized with the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Colorado Rockies, Kansas Milwaukee. City. Milwaukee is still uh, bitching about their upgrades. Kansas City. So when you start having eight, nine, ten teams asking for free stadiums and free land, 
and the hell with your your housing issues, your homeless issues. You know, uh, all of these major metropolitans, all of them have issues with homelessness and drugs and, and the environment uh, of a major metropolitan city. And it's you're going to get the ballpark and look at Milwaukee. They, they gave them this ballpark. They gave them the land. They helped fund it. And now Milwaukee needs another $400 million to fix it up. You know, so every 10 years, every 20 years, you're going to be ponying up another 400 million, another 500 million. So it's endless. And, um, I, I, the grift keeps grifting. Yeah. Nothing, nothing makes sense with John Fisher in the A's. None of it makes sense. They own, they own half the current site. So already they're using that to leverage against the city. They won't allow community benefits to happen on the current site. They won't allow other people to rent it where the A's would make money. Um, They won't allow it to be redeveloped unless they're controlling it. They don't even, they don't even try to negotiate buying the half from the city of Oakland. (laughs) So they, they literally just want to cripple a community, cripple a city. Like, what are we doing here? It's, yeah. it's nonsense. Fuck John Fisher. Seriously. I mean, I would make some funny little quip, uh, you know, uh, or whatever, but there's just, it's just fuck John Fisher. That's, that's it. I mean, we've been rallying. We, we've been screaming about this. This guy wants for to put years. his art gallery in the stadium in Las Vegas. He's going to put his art gallery yeah. in a fucking baseball stadium. That totally makes sense. Like, what are we fucking, doing? Fucking asshole. <laughs> you know, I'm going to call and, them the assholes. And, you know, you know, he, he gets the San Jose quake stadium built on land. That was like the, the least desirable land to put a stadium. You can't it's, have any fireworks or never. You can never do it anything is. It's literally ever. right across the street from the airport. Oh, Hey, the new site's like anything. right next to the airport too. There, there goes fireworks there. They're not you doing can't fire do anything. Yeah. Right. Not to so, mention you can't build a dome because you're near an airport because you're going you to have lights to cover the dome, which is too much for air traffic control. So it's illegal. Yeah, so you I can't mean, have a dome. Yeah, and then he starts complaining about the stadium is already outdated. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you chose the site. You chose the design. You said you needed this stadium to, to have, competitive balance to fund the team and not not once have you funded the team they're just mediocre yeah they've just been mid for 15 years they had this fucking stadium you think this is going to change with the a's come on they finished the quakes finished ninth which is the last place you can finish in while still making the playoffs they got bounced one and done and this was actually the first time they made the playoffs um, since the freaking um, the Goonies years. Oh, in Landon like Donovan? Tw- no, 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 no. Like 2012, 2013. Oh, right, right, they right. Actually, like, they had a really actually like high-scoring team those those couple of years. They, they actually won the Supporter Shield in 2012. Um, but that that ended after like they they, they went to the, um, the semifinals, I think, and lost uh, in that round. And so, and I mean, so you've had one playoff win in a dozen years, basically. 
yeah, with the Quakes and the the new stadium. They they've had that since 2015, and that one playoff win came before the new stadium. So <laughs> clearly, that's helped. The, the richest contract was in Ace history is not. You yeah. know, it's Eric Chavez. He didn't issue that contract. It's Six, still the yeah. Chris Davis deal, right? That, yeah, that's that's how much the, the most that he's ever given. What that was, was still that was three what years was forty eight. It was that one, and then followed by Billy Butler. Billy Butler was three and thirty. So like the most. So, but it was Chris Davis was three and thirty eight. Three and forty eight, and then he got traded. It's mm-hmm. like you didn't even you didn't even like you didn't even get that money. So, yeah. You know, so he's he's never spent more than fifty million dollars on a single player, ever, between ever. both franchises that he owns. Yeah. yeah so yeah. disgusting. Okay, you to, know what we we should wrap this up. Yeah. We really should. Um, I'm just gonna uh, rage eat now. Uh, that'll be good for the doctor appointment. <laughs> All right, boys. You are listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and threads at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with all of you beautiful people. Later, Bunch guys. of fucking beauties, everybody that watches this. <laughs> Later. Have a good night, guys.